One of my favorite topics to discuss are boundaries. Why boundaries are so important is because without them, trauma can keep reoccurring. So I wanted to bring up the most common thing I work with in my practice over the 20 years. It always boils down to a lack of boundaries. And we either know them, we were taught them when we were little, or we weren't. And so if somebody's coming to me for help somewhere in their life, and their family patterns, they didn't learn, learn what boundaries are. So simply put, a boundary is, I don't want to be talked to that way. I don't want to be treated that way. So no means no. Now, when a boundary is breached or things keep getting broken like that, then a person is accruing more and more adrenaline. So if you say no to something and you keep allowing it, this is what creates more trauma, exhaustion, anxiety, anger. And this is why it even goes in, it's so hard for people to forgive and have compassion. So it, it always goes back to boundaries. How am I honoring myself and how are the people around me honoring themselves? So did I learn to take a lot of crap? And a lot of us do. It's multi-generational. It goes way, way, way back. People walked on each other. People got pushed. Manipulation, narcissism, all that is very, very common. So I just wanted to start off this podcast with my very first topic that I see the most in all the years I've done this work. Somebody's coming to me, even myself, and that's why I love this work, because life is so much more simple with boundaries. At first, a common reaction is it's hard. Boundaries are hard. Well, yeah, they feel hard, especially if you haven't had them and you're not used to doing it. They can feel very scary. When I first started, I swung the other way. I was too severe and I, because I was afraid to communicate and say, hey, you know, that really hurt me. I didn't like that. That's not okay. And instead, I just said, I don't want to talk to you. And I did that with a couple of friends. And years later, I apologized uh, for that. But what I really would have wanted to do is say, hey, you know, that really didn't make me feel good. Don't let it happen again. That would have been a better way to communicate. So I like to say to myself, how can I be kind but firm? That's a really good one, kind but firm. Uh, and so a, a lot of people also, they have boundaries. They think they do, but they're constantly being pushed or they're not knowing how to follow through. They'll say, well, I said no. Yeah, but you still allowed whatever it was you didn't want to happen, happen. So no means no. No means I'm not going to allow that to happen. So what does that look like? It looks like you leave the situation or the relationship or the room until that person treats you the way that your boundary says to. Uh, so like getting back to anxiety and anger and trauma, if you have a lot of trauma and you look in your history book of boundaries, you'll see they weren't there. Now, even I've worked with some teenagers and kids who have had boundaries. So it's, it's any age. And, uh, you know, I know a teenager, um, a remarkable woman who got away from her family at 16 because she'd been abused her whole life. And then I hear some other people like 19, early 20s saying, well, my family member did this to me over and over and over. And it's like, well, why didn't you get out? Why didn't you ask for help? Why didn't you run away? So I've known people that have run away. So there's always a choice. No matter how scary it is, there's always a choice to leave a situation. Of course, if you're if you're too young, like a child, then no. But uh, I just wanted to give that one example of a 16-year-old 
who is not an adult yet, and she is proof by leaving. She's doing great now. It was only two years ago, and she followed through with her boundaries. She doesn't want to see her family because everybody in it abused her. So she's doing amazing. Uh, so what else I wanted to say is our bodies will signal us when something is not right. If you're being pushed and, and then a doctor is giving you medication to numb that, then you're going to stay in abusive relationships longer because you're not going to feel that anxiety or anger or pain to get out. Anxiety and, and pain are our friends. They're our friends. They, they tell us, hey, you know, this isn't good for me. I, I need to get out of this situation. So medication can work against that natural innate protective mechanism. Fight, flight, or freeze is there for a reason. We need to either fight back, flee, or freeze it so we don't feel the pain, but we still need to come out of the freeze. And with medication, it interrupts, it gets in the way of that natural uh, sympathetic and parasympathetic cycle. So if you don't know, sympathetic is going up the mountain. You're going into excitement or fight mode or you know, fear. And parasympathetic is when you come down the mountain where you're like, okay, I'm safe. And you can release any fear or discomfort. And you don't want to mess with, with that cycle. That's very, very important. The reason why I'm doing this podcast and starting with boundaries is because it, it is the most common thing I see. And I want people to know that there is a way to heal that. Uh, Peter Levine's work on traumahealing.org. There's wonderful practitioners. That's where I got my certification to help. It's a th form of therapy to help people release the trauma from their bodies so that they can implement this very important thing called boundaries. And then you, the, it's so amazing when you actually start to have your boundaries, you don't attract those situations don't come in anymore. Right. It's kind of ironic. It's like, wait, now I finally have boundaries and nobody's coming in to push those. Well, it actually makes perfect sense. Your vibration, your somatic energetic field is no, like it stops there. So whatever chaos or abuse or disrespect or manipulation came in before, it can't now. And it's just such a powerful thing to watch my clients and even myself over the years. You know, again, I said it's not easy. It can feel very hard. But it's so fun to watch how people go through that cycle and then they say, wait, something I thought was hard was actually not that hard. Now life seems so easy. There's so much less drama. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing and it, it can feel very complicated and confusing when we don't have clarity. And that's why I wanted to call this Get Answers. We need answers. You know, why are people treating me this way? Where did I learn this? And how come it keeps happening to me? And so I want to answer some of those questions. And I hope I did today by talking about the most basic one, which are boundaries, which we'll go into more tools later of how to have boundaries. And, and it always comes down to owning your part. And that's a very hard thing for people to do. They either are a victim, things happen to that, them or us, us as humans, or we go, you know, I got to the place in my life where I said, okay, I want to own my part because I don't like what I'm seeing. And I know I can't change other people or the outer world, but I can change myself. And I started to realize how I wanted other people to show up and how I wanted to show up. And as that changed, all my relationships changed. And there was a lot of grief for a while until I understood that I love what I'm learning and I wouldn't change it for the world. I would rather 
have boundaries. I'd rather take care of myself and not be manipulated by someone I love just to hold on to the love because that's not necessarily healthy love, right? It's a manipulative love, which is coming from a whole nother place. So true, clean, healthy love will respect boundaries and it will, it will be kind and communicative and calm. And uh, yeah, so your body will tell you, that's the biggest tool I want to give today is your body will always tell you if you know how to listen, your heart, your solar plexus, your muscles. If somebody's mistreating you, let's say they're lying to you and you don't know it, your body is going to give you a truthful reaction. Your mind might be like, well, no, I'm okay. That person didn't lie to me. But your body is, something doesn't feel right. My stomach fills in knots. Um, I, I, it's People say anxiety. Well, what's anxiety? It's tight in the solar plexus, hard to breathe, fast, you know, anxious. That is your body's signal to protect you. Like I said, it is a good thing. It is, it's warning you. And every time I felt it, sure enough, I was being lied to or something was happening that I didn't know about. And then when the pieces of the puzzle, the answers started to reveal themselves to me, I was like, oh, wow, no wonder I, my throat got tight or my solar plexus or I started to cry and I didn't know why. So the body never lies. The mind will analyze and rationalize and it can be very codependent, but, but your body will always tell you the truth and that is a great place to start. And when you start to honor that, that's when you can start to establish what's acceptable, what's not, and what your boundaries are. And then the next step is how do I communicate those and how do I push through those? How do I make those happen? And, uh, you know, you just do. You just, you find ways. You say what you need to say that you never got to. You move, you take action in a way that you never did before. And it's just, uh, it's so healing. At, at that moment, when you realize how you really want to live and what kind of people you want to be around, you know, so much more love and support comes in. Like-minded people will start to reveal themselves to you and give that kind of support and respect that you're looking for. And the others will fade away. You know, they might get feisty and come at you even stronger at first, which is very normal. But eventually, the clearer we become as humans with our intention of how we want to be treated, the the clearer it is to others that they can't push us. And it, it becomes easy. It's hard at first, but it, it's only hard because you're not used to it. So you got to step into it. You have to practice it. Your, your nervous system, your body isn't used to making those movements or communicating what it needs. So just start to think about some of those ideas and write down what can I do different? What would I really want to say? How would I really want to move? And let yourself feel it. And don't worry, don't edit yourself, don't worry about the words. If it's a swear word, write it down. If you're angry, let yourself feel it because then you transform it into kindness and forgiveness once you know how to honor yourself and have a boundary. And that's the beautiful part about this work is then you can step into compassion and forgiveness. But before that, it's if somebody's pushing us and we're allowing it, it's really hard to forgive and have compassion because underneath all that is anger bubbling. The anger smooths over and goes away when your body knows you won't be pushed anymore. And then you're like, whoa, I'm not even angry. I don't even care. 
because I'm not around this and I'm honoring myself. And then the, the body's like, oh, thank God, finally. And it calms down. And then, and then we're like, okay, I, I can do this. I can now come from a place of compassion and being kind, but be, stay firm and don't let it happen again. That's where you could get tested. And a lot of people do, they'll do this work and then a test will happen. And I'll say, well, the test is a good thing. It's, it's you proving to yourself, just like any relationship that your body wants to know that it can trust you, that you're not going to put yourself in danger. So that's what I wanted to touch on today for my first podcast. Thanks for joining me and there'll be more next time. Bye for now.